What's up, all dude? right man so uh I, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice but i've been sick for the past oh, few shit. days yeah you skip this um, review? No, no 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 i have a bit for this so yeah. i mean uh we'll probably make it shorter but it's fine um so i've been sick uh change of weather usually gives me like a lot of allergies so um we cannot skip when i'm sick i mean are you gonna you're gonna make the world not enjoy this husky voice i mean you're gonna want to give them the husky voice okay the have you do you ever have you ever seen family guy yeah do you remember the episode where peter gets sick i have never seen an episode of family guy oh shit there's no everything i've consumed everything i've consumed about family guy has been like uh randomly catching it on tv or randomly <laughs> seeing a clip on youtube or randomly seeing a clip on tiktok never sat down to see a full episode of family guy you, you, you just remind me of a short bit of it because peter gets sick he has that raspy voice and yeah. his wife is like that's so sexy so they you know obviously they have a lot of sex and then he recovers <laughs> and she's like oh i'm less attracted to you now without the voice so then he tries to get sick he ends up like and he ends up in the hospital it's hilarious Jesus Christ. Uh so enjoy that voice while you can. <laughs> that's that's the plan. Uh but yeah, I, I am uh I wanted to, to con- make this connect with uh with something before we talk about Sculptorum takes off. Mm-hmm. Uh because I've been sick, I've been in bed, and because I've been in bed, I do what everyone who is sick does, which is consume media that they've never consumed, that they that they've been putting up with. Fair. So uh this is my way of saying <clears throat> that I was wrong, you were right. And I am uh, halfway through the second season of Cobra Kai right now. Wait, how come you never liked Cobra Kai? I always thought it. I always thought it was a dumb joke from How I Met Your Mother that got too far, far, too out of control. Uh huh. And uh, I'm halfway through season two right now, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I get it now. Yeah, I get it. Enjoy. Enjoy. I envy the fact that you get to watch it for the first time. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, and I I hope this is a general consensus. These are all terrible people, like all of them, like literally all of them are terrible, horrible people. And this show is a Gen X fantasy, and uh, it's uh, the dialogue is absolute dog shit. That uh, dialogue is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, teen- teenagers don't act like teenagers. They act like what dads think teenagers act. Uh, this is a dad power fantasy. It's what it is. Like it's it's just. <laughs> I feel I feel like this is a show made for dads to be like, hell yeah, like yeah. that's that's just what they are. Also, in this one, I can't believe, but I'm rooting for Johnny and Danny Larusso is an idiot. And like right now, like the point where I'm at is like he's sulking, like, oh, nobody wants to join my dojo. Everyone wants to go with Cobra Kai. Well, yeah, motherfucker, because you build your dojo on like the idea of revenge and all evil things, and you claim you're doing it. Everyone in this show is an idiot. The only sane person in the show is LaRusso's wife. That's the only person with a common sense. There's even it gets an worse in like, season four, you'll see. It's an episode where like she turns to him and, go, and goes like, "Is this a midlife crisis?" And like, "Thank you, thank you. You speak for all of us." Um, yeah. Uh, just wait. Yeah. Just wait till the end of season two. I want to know. I want you to film your reaction <laughs> to the end of season two. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah. So that that's. I'll, I'll give periodically. I'll give you my updates on 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 Cobra Kai. <laughs> well, I did want to ask you one more quick question before we yeah, get yeah. started. 
So you asked me on on our on our app, hey, are you gonna watch Wish? I was like, nah, I don't really have the free time to do it. Yeah. Uh, you said don't watch it. Why? Uh, keep your eyes open for an upcoming. I think I'm gonna. Don't watch it. Uh, Jimmy told me that he's gonna watch it. I'll I'll do a review with him. Save yourself the trouble. Is it bad? It's worse than bad. It's boring. It's watered down. It's forgettable. It is the most weak sauce, uh, uh, underwhelming, uh, watered down, boring, sad excuse of a thing that that has ever been made. I am, I'm, uh, like genuinely upset by how nothing this this thing is is it also worse because of the fact that she's like one of the few minority princesses that's being given a chance and they gave her such a shit film it's uh the thing is that she's not giving that much of a person no one in this movie is giving that much of a personality everything is just everything in this movie is just set to the middle like uh and it's supposed to be like the big 100 year celebration of disney and it's like it's nothing it's a nothing film uh i don't recommend it man it didn't grow shit huh yeah um yeah but uh save yourself um i don't know it's just there's nothing 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 stands out not a piece of dialogue not a message not a character nothing stood out about that movie i am genuinely pissed off about it because like Ah. a bad movie it's a bad movie you know you know a uh a a morbius is a thing that we're going to talk about for years this i'm gonna forget tomorrow so the worst thing that i'm i think you've always said this the worst thing a movie can be is boring and that's what this movie was it was boring yeah okay all right i'm shit i mean i'll be honest with you i was never planning on watching this movie but I, I didn't realize this. So this is the 100 year anniversary Disney film. Yeah, and this is what they put out. Yeah, uh, they did like a little short on on Disney Plus. It's called Once Upon a Studio, and I thought that was a better a better celebration of their 100 years. Highly recommend to see that over this. I'm curious. What do you think would have happened if it had been her traveling through different Disney films? Oh wait, that's too that's too multi. Uh, that ex- also that exists already. It's called Kingdom Hearts, and it's wonderful. So, well, what if she had gone on a Kingdom Hearts journey, kind of, sorta? Well, they just took Kingdom Hearts. Like it's it's right there. You no, know? Yeah, uh, I guess. the movie the movie kind of does something like that. Uh, I, it's 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 too much to get into. Just a little bit. Uh, I'll tell you about that later. Um, should we just jump into Scott Pilgrim? Takes off? Let's go. Chema, hit the intro. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. And I'm Eddie. Reviewing Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. And this is the rollback. Scott Pilgrim meets the girl of his dreams from Morna Flowers, only to find out her seven evil exes stand in the way of their love. So this is the new Netflix 
uh, adaptation question mark of a uh, Scott of this Brian Lee O'Malley graphic novels called Scott Pilgrim. Uh, they are eight episodes of between 30 to 40 minutes each. Um, and it is supposed to be, well, it is, uh, the grandest, uh, crossover between all the Scott Pilgrim adaptations. It is an adaptation. It, it is using the art style of the graphic novel. It's got the voice cast. That's also the cast of the live action movie. It's got Animaguchi who made the music for the video game, which some people consider to be the best part of that game. And now we have Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, a series on Netflix. I wanted to bring up something here, even though it can be seen on audio. These are my original Scott Pilgrim graphic novels. Oh, shit. They look... Folks, these novels look very well used in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I read them a ton. I lent them out, uh, which is cool. So these are like my well-loved... Scott Pilgrim, which they don't really sell these anymore because these are the, the black and white ones. Are they, they like first editions? Like, I don't know if they're first editions. Uh, that I don't know. Uh, but they are like um, like the original black and white ones, which I don't think they sell anymore. They only sell like the colored ones because now they sell like the colored ones, uh, hardcover and the co- uh, colored ones that are soft covers. I, mm. I think I think that they're selling a package where you can buy these and the colored ones. Uh, but yeah, but these are my original ones. Um, so yeah, so that's, so that's how much I've, so I've loved Scott Pilgrim since like the graphic novels. I of course love the movie. I love the game. And this has been, uh, an interesting thing. Uh, they announced this thing, uh, earlier in the year, uh, Edgar Wright, who also directed the movie was going to be producing this and Bradley O'Malley, who wrote the original graphic novels was going to be attached, uh, to also write the episode. So, uh, we are, so they are all gathered uh, by Science Saru, who is the anime studio that produced uh, this this uh, this adaptation. Uh, they're known for uh, very avant-garde and very wildly designed anime, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really cool to see them take a, t- t- take a shot at this um, because it is, at its core, it's an anime. You know, it is done by an anime studio and it, it was originally called Scopergum the Anime, now it's called Scopergum uh, Takes Off. And I believe, I I don't know if I'm speaking for everyone, but I love when I get something that I wanted. I love even more when I get something that I didn't know I wanted. (laughs) And that's going to be the mantra for this uh, review. So uh, my initial reaction is very positive, but I want to hear from you. Uh, Were you a fan of the the movie? Were you a fan of like everything else? So... um... Real quick story of little Eddie, uh, not that little, but young Eddie, younger Eddie, younger like Eddie. A teenager. Yeah. Um, I used to go to the flea market with my brother-in-law to get DVDs, right? And I remember there was a DVD for something called Scott Pilgrim versus the World, selling for a dollar. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll pay a dollar for the DVD." And I probably rewatched that movie like twenty times. Not always because I loved it. The first time I saw it, it was great. But I just remember the more I watched it, it was like great background noise, but also fun and entertaining. Like, I could not pay attention for 30 minutes, and then i just jump in at any part, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Uh, yeah. I was also one of the first times I was introduced to, to a, I guess, a protagonist that wasn't 100% a good guy. Because he's dating nails, and I'm um, knives, and it's, why aren't you yeah. breaking up with her? You're, you're <laughs> yeah. seeing this other girl. What, what the hell's wrong with you? You know, uh, yeah. so I like Scott Pilgrim. I'd be lying to you if I said 
oh, it's a property I loved. I'm not going to lie to you. But yeah. it was always on my radar in a positive view. You know, I, I liked it. I knew for sure you're a much bigger fan of it than I am. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, I am I am a huge fan. I think uh, the, the movies specifically, I think, uh, even though it bombed when it first came out. Uh, cool following. It grew a cool following, and it made it like ten years after it came out. It like the re-release in theaters in 4K like sold out because people love the love the crap out of this. People quoted to me. This is one of the most quotable movies ever made. You know, mm-hmm. uh, from things like "Bread Makes You Fat" <laughs> to uh, "Is Scott here?" You know what? He just left. Uh, you know things Empty. like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Get ready to die. Obviously, um, yeah. It's the movie is just chock full of line of great lines, and so is the comic book, and so is the so is the game. But now we have this new adaptation, and uh, uh, what did you think of the twist? The fact that it's not a direct adaptation, but more of like a remix, what if situation, almost sequel kind of status. Uh, what do you think about that? So, all right, Chema, uh, you tell me if it's too early to say this. Folks, yeah. I think we're going to the spoiler room brawl in three, oh, yeah. two, one. So it, I, I think we're all familiar with the original story. Scott Pilgrim, uh, played by Michael Cera, he likes his girl Ramona. All of a sudden, he has to battle her seven evil exes, takes on the first guy, Matthew Patel. He beats him in the film, right? And I assumed that, that, that this was a one-on-one adaptation. I was like, oh, I kind of like it. It has a few extras, but it's, it's fine. And then it blew my mind the second I realized, wait, did Scott lose? Wait, I don't think that's the way the story goes. Mm-hmm. I was like, but wait a second, the movie he won. Wait, I oh shit, they're remaking this. This is a remix. Yeah. And I was really happy with it. Um, we can get to to oof, that bad guy, that that eighth episode. I loved it. But um, but yeah, this this movie, this show, um did you watch my video review or no? Uh it's okay to say no. Yeah, I I think in Scott Pilgrim fashion, I, I skimmed it. <laughs> I, I said something, and I mean this in the best way possible. This reminds me of Mario Puso with The Godfather, because he he said in an interview he loved making the film because it gave him a second crack at it. He, he got what a lot of authors wish they could get, which is a second shot at it. In that same yeah. sense, I think, hopefully, I'm right when I say this, um, Brian Lee O'Malley he got a second shot at telling the story of Scott Pilgrim. And instead of doing the easy thing, which is just a rehash, he gave us a complete remix. And I fucking loved every second of it. And you can tell, you can tell that uh, this is a guy. So here's the thing. I, I can, these characters, all of them, like the whole cast of characters, they're all so likable and memorable that we can recognize them, whether they're animated or they're in a game or they're in a, or they're live action and yes, it does help that they are like the same uh, live action actors playing playing the characters again. Mm-hmm. But we all know these characters. We know Knives. We know Young Neil. We know Kim. We know Steven. We know uh, Julie. Uh, we know the Stephen, the Seven Evil Exes. Uh, these are all characters that you remember. And uh, I remember one time I I, I heard uh, a girl uh, uh, mention. Uh, uh, you know, Scott Pilgrim, nobody likes it. Nobody likes Scott Pilgrim because of Scott Pilgrim. We like Scott Pilgrim because of literally everyone else. <laughs> and, yeah. 
And I believe there's some truth in that. So the fact that this new quote-unquote adaptation decided to show us every other character and see, hey, here's what would have happened if Scott had died. Ramona kind of becomes the main character and we see her uh, relationships with like every other character. And I think it's super cool, man. Like we start to see like her getting along with like Kim at the video store or we start to see like her getting a job as a stunt uh, double. Um, her relationship see, like, with the evil exes. Yeah, she starts to mend their relationships with the evil exes to the point where by the end, they're not fighting. At the end, they're fighting on the same side. So, what? which is nuts really cool to me. That. that blew my fucking mind when we got to that yeah. episode. I, I want to rant about that episode later, but I, oh, I'm yeah. so excited. I can tell you're excited. Yeah. Um, and every episode fell. I was genuinely like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? And I could yeah. not believe that in the span of like, oh, this will be pretty cool. And a new adaptation was couple animated. You know, this will probably be like the best way to do it. Oh my God, not only am I getting animated Scott Pilgrim, I'm getting animated and like a new story where I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, I binged this the day it came out and I watched all of it the day, the day after. I I was so high up on this. Uh, I had such a blast and uh, I, I'm so excited that like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So we, we lost Scott Pilgrim like at the center. We only saw him like three out of the eight episodes maybe. Um, I think that was enough, though. But that was enough, yeah. And what I really like about this adaptation is that um, I like the character of Ramona. I liked her in the She has some great scenes in the comic books. And she and Scott have some genuinely cute chemistry in the in, in the graphic novel, uh, which is why I was kind of upset that when the movie came out, they kind of, sh- they kind of made her a little colder. They didn't make her show enough emotion. You believe their relationship, but not enough. And in this one, she's very vocal about, about like, like for so seeing what Julie tells her, like, why are you trying to see if he's alive? Like it was one date. How good could it have been? She goes, no, it was, it was pretty good. Like there were sparks and the concept of sparks is kind of like brought up every once in a while in the episode. So in, in the episode, so I, I think this is a, uh, I, I, I don't care how this sounds. This version of Ramona is probably the best one that we've ever had since, like, mm-hmm. the comics and the movie and everything. They made her so cute in this. Like, genuinely, like, uh, like uh, both how she treats other people and how she treats herself. I like how we got to see, like, her little rituals every morning of, like, dyeing her hair every couple of weeks. Um, this is basically her show, and she's great in it. And Mary Elizabeth Winston, who voiced her, did a great job also. I feel like this is more of an ensemble show, uh, but it, it, and I say that in the best way because everyone, the one guy that didn't need to step up was was Michael Sarah who played Scott. Like he's the one character that didn't get extra. No, that's a lie. You know what? No, he got extra character development. Um, all the Alexis though get a lot more character development, and I love it. I love how uh, Matthew Patel or Matt, you know takes over the League of Evil Alexis, and then we get Goose, you know, gets knocked way the fuck down. Uh, Gideon Goose gets knocked down. We get yeah. um, a lot of interesting character development. Lucas Lee, for example, you know, oh, I, I just, I, I'm not quite sure, you know, how more to develop. And he develops into a coffee barista. We get Natalie uh, Envy Adams, her and, what's his name? Was it, was it Todd? That she's like dating, but then Todd figures out that he's bisexual. Yeah, Todd. Which is hilarious with Wallace. Well, of course, fucking Wallace would pull that shit. 
Um, we get a lot more fun development, and that's one of the great things from the difference from the movie to the show. These in the movie, I'm granted the movie only has about an hour and a half to work with. They're one note villains. They're interesting. They're memorable, but they're one note. They're I yeah. am bad for bad's sake. Whereas this show uses its time carefully crafted to give them character arcs. Make us most of them, with the exception of the twins, everyone has a story arc in this entire in this show. And it's good for the most part. Um, It makes so much sense that Audrey Plaza would turn evil. It makes so much sense. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I, I think they did a great job with all that. And I think even Scott, for all the flaws that Scott Pilgrim versus the world in 2010 had, this show not only corrects a lot of the character arcs and giving them actual character arcs and making them likable and redemption, it takes this is my head canon. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I in my head I will always be right. Scott Pilgrim versus the world did take place. Scott Pilgrim takes off is the best version of a multiverse story where yeah. you take aspects from a different universe where the same story happened, but you use it to elevate your current story, where we find out. Scott was never defeated. He got pulled out of time by older Scott, who tries to talk him out of getting with Ramona. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. it's almost a sequel. Yeah. It, yeah, it's crazy because it's like, it makes sense that that version, older, older, sorry, old Scott and old Ramona didn't work out. It makes sense because you saw the flaws in their relationship. It wasn't just, you know, uh, Scott Pilgrim has earned the power, self-respect. Yeah. Like, no, there's more to it. You weren't ready to be in a relationship. You didn't have the character development to do it. Yeah. You know? And I like how also this adaptation, like, takes some time to adapt that. Like, there's this a great scene where it's almost like, like, I'm glad that they addressed it. There's a moment where, like, uh, Scott comes back to, like, come back into the present and, like, meet, meets up with uh, Knives. And both Knives and Ramona know the thing about the timing them. But because they make the effort to start the show by saying, like, oh, me and Knives, like, we're not really dating. Like, it's more of, like, casual and stuff. And uh, and then, uh, like, they're being aware of that. I like how there's, like, a moment where, where he goes up to Knives and be, like, and be like, well, Knives, I'm sorry. You know, I think it's frowned upon for me to be dating you. So this was never right. So I'm sorry. And then she even gets a few hits in, you know, she, she she gets to be like, well, kind of glad you died, but I'm glad that you came back, you know? And they're <laughs> yeah. okay. They managed to be okay. It doesn't become like a big drama thing. And uh, and I'm glad that it's touched upon. I'm glad that it's addressed. Uh, it makes the relationship between Scott and Ramona like flow easily. It makes it flow faster. Uh, it makes us want them to see them together. And it pushes the whole uh, love triangle thing to the side, which is Good. Um, all these characters have so much personality, and they're animated beautifully by Science Saru. Um, I can't believe that this is a thing that, like, it's it's such a such a weird like collaboration. Like, Bradley O'Malley is Canadian. This, this story takes place in Canada. Uh, Edgar Wright is English, and he manages to like work with with uh, Brian in this. And then Science Saru, Japanese. Like, it's just a combination of like all of these elements that just end up combining. Uh, and it's so cool to see Science Saru do something like this. Um, the animation is flowing. The fight scenes are great, too. There's a great montage at the beginning of, like, the third or fourth episode where we see Lucas Lee skating, 
and it's uh it's tuned to that song uh this united states of whatever and it's such a great little montage it reminded me of the opening to back mongolian chop squad uh which there's there's more references to that in the, in here uh, i'm in awe of the animation i saw this on a big ass tv I saw this in a dark room it, watching a 75-inch uh, TV. <laughs> and uh, I could feel the movement. I could feel the weight. I could feel the size of it. I was in awe. I could not believe how good this looked. Um, I hope they release it in like a physical format because I'd love to own like a 4K Blu-ray of this. I'm sure they'll release it at some point. Got it. Um, What's it called? Um, what did you think? So, can we jump to old? Yes, stuff? come on, do it. I know you want to. So we get, and and again, I feel like this was necessary character development for Scott. When we finally do get him, he's with old Scott, and old Scott tells him it just never worked out with Ramona. Stay away from her. Uh, young, you know, normal Scott, Irish Scott is like, you know what? No, I'm gonna give it a try. He goes back to the present, tries to kiss Ramona. He can't. There's a weird barrier that's not allowing him to kiss Ramona. He thinks, oh, it's the evil, it's the evil exes. They try to confront them. All the evil exes are like, no, dude, we got our own shit going on. Fuck off. They leave. Um, and then we find out it goes from being Scott Pilgrim versus the world to Scott Pilgrim takes off to the world versus Scott Pilgrim. And we get even older Scott voiced perfectly, perfect fucking lead by Will Forte. Um, who says, I didn't trust you to make the right decision, so I drugged you with nanobites, nanobots, that way you two can't kiss. What? No sparks? And it's this hulked up version of him just kicking the shit out of Scott. Even when Ramona tries to step in, he pushes her back. We get this, the epitome of a bad guy, and he even says at one point, what do you mean? I'm the good guy. I've been living like a monk for 10 freaking years. Yeah. That's the epitome of a bad guy. They are the good guy in their own eyes. I am the hero of the story. Which there's there was a lot of online discourse. You probably know about it more. You know more about it than I do. That Scott Pilgrim was not a good person in his own film. Right? Yeah. I remember there were memes, there were articles on Cracked way back in the day. Cracked was a thing. Yeah. Um about Scott Pilgrim not being a good guy. And the fact that the creator was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to run with this story. And made, in my head canon, Scott Bilgrom from 2010, the bad guy in this show, chef's fucking kiss. I'm going to tell you a, a dumb story. And I'm sorry that this goes against everything that you were just telling me. <laughs> I was watching. I, I couldn't put this show down. And I had to do a chore. I had to do dishes. Right? I had to. I had to. So I had the phone right in front of me as I'm doing dishes and I'm watching it as I'm like scrubbing and everything. When the second old Scott turned into a bastard, like when Super Saiyan started beating the shit out of everyone and the evil exes jump him, Knives goes at him, Lucas, we get the return of uh, Vegan, uh, Todd, Kim jumps in, all these guys, Gideon's like getting choked out. I was staring for so long, the sink began to overflow and water was oh like flung over. That's how long I was like, I just awestruck, mouth open, just like, holy shit, I love this. It was just so awesome. It's it's so childlike, but it's like when you get okay, this is dumb, but this is this is the closest thing I can think of to equate it to. When I was in elementary school, right, we had conflicts in our fourth grade class. But when it came to tug of war and it was our class versus that other class, fuck that other class. It's all of us versus them. 
<laughs> That's the kind of energy that this had. We don't like each other, but right now, fuck that guy. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I went from liking this show to loving that show with that last episode. Because not only was it cathartic, not only did we get great action sequences, final character development, relationship development, we get so many great moments that pay off, not just with this series, but obviously with that old film. With Scott realizing, huh, I could have fixed this. With with Ramona saying, I choose myself, self-love, trying to work on herself, coming to terms with the stuff that she did wrong, leaving Kim, always running away from her problems, Scott wanting to be a better person and apologizing to Knives. All this stuff happening, just chef's kiss. Gordon Ramsay couldn't could not have made this better. <laughs> no, I, I I wholeheartedly agree. I think this is sorry. Thank you for letting me rant. I knew I knew you were you were you wanted it so bad. Uh, no, no, I I I adore this. I I generally think this is such. This adds so much to the same story. Like it adds so much to the little canon, and it allowed us so much, so many opportunities to just like exist in this world for a little bit in this toronto that that, that that they exist with badass music and secret highways through the head and it's so neat that a lot of little uh little uh easter eggs from the from the graphic novel that we're not able to do in the movie were here like uh the one thing the one thing that kind of sucks that they that this they couldn't do lisa miller uh Lisa Miller is a character from the graphic novel, and it's like the one character that I did not made it into the movie. I mean, there were a couple other characters like Joseph and Mobile. Uh, it kind of sucks because like she really comes in, she comes into the story and like really changes a lot. She really ends up affecting, and she she's a good variable in the story. Uh, it kind of sucks that they couldn't include her, you know, because I think she's such a fun character, and kind of sucks that they that they couldn't include her. Um, they did include mobile. Mobile was not in the uh, in the movie, but he made it into the show. Mobile is uh, is uh, the guy at the end of uh, of Wallace's story who he meets up and becomes his boyfriend at the end, who he actually sees sparks with. It's kind of mm -hmm. cool that he gets to finally exist because he was such a good character in the comics. Uh, so he's there. It's cool. Uh, kind of sucks that Lisa Miller didn't make it. Uh, so. so who who is she? I'm guessing she's a foil to Ramona, like a love triangle going on. Or kind what? of, but not really. So, uh, uh, so Lisa Miller was uh, she was a friend of Scott's and Kim back in high school. In fact, she was Scott's first friend, and they she's the one that convinces him, "Hey, we should start a band. I want to start a band." And he's like, "I can learn bass. I think I know a girl who can play drums. We can do this." Um, yeah. Uh, when the movie came out, they did a little short called Scott Pilgrim versus the Animation. Look it up. That basically shows you like the origin story of Lisa Miller. And that's the most that we get uh that we get Lisa. Uh at least besides the comic. Uh but then she comes back when they're all adults and she comes back and uh because she's an actress, she lives in America, and then she comes back to Canada for a bit, bumps into Scott, bumps into everyone. It's cool because everyone likes her. Uh and Ramona kind of goes like who is she? He's like, oh, she's. We used to be friends in high school. He's like, did, did something happen with her? And he's like, no, never. He's like, well, she's pretty. Like, what do you say? What do you have to say about that, Scott? And it's cool because we don't get to see Ramona like that. Like, they already date. Like, Scott Ramona dating already, but she's like, 
who is she? What's happening? Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> and Lisa, Lisa's cool. You know, she's fun. She's got she's got fun energy. And uh she really like lets uh the Scott she really gives that last push that Scott and Ramona need to eventually in the comics start living together. So she's cool. I really like her character. It kind of sucks that she like she was left out of the movie. She was left out of this again. Like, come on, Brian, you're killing me. Like, like give her something, you know? Yeah. Uh, season I, two. I don't think they're, they're never going to make a season two. He was, he was very open about that. He already said like, they're, this is it. Like it's, it's it. It's finished. Like this was never planned to have a season two. Um, didn't they, but they ended with a, didn't they have a cliffhanger of, uh, I think what was it Julie and Goose? Bottom? Eh, that's not gonna go anywhere. You don't think so? No, like he, I, I, I follow Brian on Twitter. He specifically said like, no, this was always designed to be just one season, and that's it. Then can come for the second season and stuff. I'm sure no one has never right, but say I mean, only fifty miracles. That means we don't need fifty-one. I mean, this is the third adaptation we've had of this story. It's kind of crazy that we got one. I uh, can't believe we got three. Wait, yeah. so what's the third? This is three. There was the movie and what else? Oh, the game. Uh, did we count the game? I feel like the game yes. was not mainstream. The game counts. Yo, the game was so good that uh, they took it out of like digital like marketplaces. Uh-huh. And then just fan reaction because fans loving the game like made them all agree so that they could put it again. On, huh. on it's super fun too. You can you can play it with like four people. It's super fun. Was it a beat em up? Yes, it's literally it's literally like an eight bit beat em up. It's so it's so cute. Yeah, looks about right. Okay, all right, fair enough. I agree. I I believe you. I think it's on uh, Game Pass it, too. Yeah, they have it on Xbox One. Yeah. He released. Uh, highly, yeah, highly recommended. the The soundtrack is incredible too. Do you know what the hell's the Amazon Luna? Oh, it was like uh, Amazon tried to do like a console. It was not. It was not great. I'm insulted. <laughs> they didn't fucking consult me. <laughs> oh God, this looks terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, so Scott Burnham takes off. Anything else you want to add? Just, <laughs> it was great. Fucking Marvel and DC take notes. This is how you do a multiverse story. If you're going to incorporate another universe, it better impact the story in a positive way. Yeah, and also don't let it overbear your story. These characters are so charming. We like it because of the characters. So I would watch them just chill and do band practice. Also, it's really cool that like Knives got to be like got to like join the band you know uh i really like how they did that i i like how they treated young neil because young neil ended up being kind of a dick in the comics so it's kind of cool that he gets to be like kind of aloof in this yeah uh yeah and seeing all the exes kind of get their get their stuff roxanne richter by the way uh it's so cool to see her just like get to talk about things with ramona getting it fixed and then just like uh, a French and Kim and just get, getting the fuck out of the store. It's it's great. Uh, she was great, and I like the little song that she was kind of like singing to herself when she was leaving. It's fun. Um, 
I want to end this with a with a personal story. So, um, uh, so the Clash of Demon Head, which is the band that's uh, formed by Envy and Todd, mm-hmm. uh, it's based on a real band. Did, did, did you know this? No, hold on. So they're based on a real band from Canada called Metric. Oh god! And uh, yeah, uh, and they made the song that uh, they that she sings in the movie. So the the song that Brie Larson sings in the movie. Yeah, uh, Black Sheep. That that that's a song that that Metric did for the movie. I would never so, guess that. So on last week, on Thursday, no, on Wednesday, guess what band came here? Oh, son of a bitch, Metric. Metric came to the town, and I went to see them. I was so. It? It was great. And then guess what song they played when they were closing the show? Black Sheep? They fucking played Black I saw Black Sheep live like a week after seeing the show, man. So <laughs> it That's was awesome. I'll send you the video. I I, I, I took video of it. Um uh, but it was great. So it was cool to see this and then uh, we see this hear the song like live. It was awesome. Oh man, that's nuts. Yeah. Uh, from Canada all the way down to Mexico, those fuckers made it. Uh, and all it <laughs> took was this little story. Uh, I love Scotland Takes Off. To me, this is the most fun. And adap- this is exactly, this is the antithesis to all this nostalgia bait of just redoing the same fucking thing over again. I know I, I'm saying this after seeing, after, after praising Cobra Kai, but uh, it, this is exactly how you take a franchise that already exists and redo it in a way that works. You rework it by highlighting the things that work the best and giving us something that we didn't even know we wanted. To me, this is exactly how you make an adaptation. Oh, God. Uh, 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 do I wish there was more? Yes. But what we have already is kind of perfect. I'm uh, giving it four and a half out of five stars. Taking that half star because of Lisa Miller. But other than that, this is exactly uh how you make an adaptation um i'll I'll second that i'll give it an a um it's a show worth watching it doesn't take long you can binge watch it in an afternoon yeah Uh, definitely that's how i that's how i did it exactly i'm working on trying to get nikki to binge watch it maybe i can try to get her to watch it Um, has she seen the movie i don't know you got you she's gotta watch the movie first i mean if i can get her to watch the movie i'll get her to watch the show definitely yeah Tell her I I recommend it, and then she'll 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 do it. I think she trusts my judgment way more than she trusts yours. Uh, You like Dune, right? No, we have a whole review of why we do. No, okay. What movie did you like? Maybe she'll trust your opinion because I tell her Scott Pilgrim's good. She's like, I don't trust you. I'm like, (laughs) but I have a podcast where I talk about movies. She's like, and (laughs) how does that qualify you? This is, uh, by the way, to anyone thinking of starting their own podcast, this is what you need to have. You don't need yes men. You need friends and loved ones that will keep you humble. Uh, <laughs> because my friends don't are not impressed by this in the slightest. You know, no at all. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's great. That's 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 what you need. It's gonna it's gonna keep you hungry, especially Definitely. if you have uh, if you have like uh, I don't know. Like mommy issues, like that really helps. Jesus um, Christ! Anyway, uh, you say you were gonna <laughs> give it an A. Uh yeah, it's an A. 
it, it is yeah. a strong A for me. Yeah, um, if this was if this was a movie, it would end up in my top ten of the year, probably. Well, it's gone definitely. Yeah, I would say that. I, I think it's arguable. You could probably cut this into a film if you really wanted to. Yeah, but I, I like that it's a movie. I like that it's uh, it's there. Speaking of top tens of the year, have you started working on your list? Because we're getting close to December. No, I have not, and I refuse to work on that list. Hey, we're up to 86 subscribers now. We just got Heck a yeah. new one in the last like two hours, probably. Heck yeah. That's the power of the Keyblade. Um, but no, I don't have a top 10 yet. I'm going to wait till January like a normal human being to make this list under pressure. Okay. I can tell you I it's am... not going to be on that list. This? No, Napoleon. Oh. oh. Did you see it? Did you like it? I haven't seen it yet. I'm sick, you know? Uh oh, fair. Yeah. I'm sick, so I decided I watched Wish instead. <laughs> Oh, God, you made the wrong decision. Although, again, I, I, skipping this might be the right decision. No, oh, God. God damn. God damn it. Um, what you call it? God damn it. Um, Napoleon. Oh, that that's a that's a fight for another day. I'll say that. That's a fight for another day. Tis. Uh, yeah. Um, for next week. What do you think? Uh, when is what's coming out? Uh, for this week, we are yeah. getting... I'm watching Godzilla Minus One, but that's a different movie. Yeah. Um... I don't know. What are we getting? Uh, the Shift, Silent Night. Uh, shit. Wow, not much, actually. Wow. I'm genuinely shocked at this. I mean, I think when December starts and we're gonna get we're gonna get it we're gonna get Wonka, we're gonna get like other uh, shit. It's Oscar season. Oscar seasons are coming. Um Oh the Iron Claw. When's when's Iron Claw coming out? Uh December twenty second. Um all right. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to see that. In fact, I have an I have an outfit ready for that one. For which one, Wonka? No, for for the uh, for the Iron Claw. Oh God, I'm scared. I'll tell you after we finish recording. Deal. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll figure something out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure. Yeah, worst case scenario. Could watch Godzilla uh, minus one. Um. It's not. It's not playing here, though. Is it really? Yeah, it's not. I think it's gonna come out later. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I will let you know when when that does happen. Uh. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna close it out here. Thank you so much for joining us. My name was Chema. I've been Eddie. And this was the rollback. You can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, uh, watch the video reviews on the YouTube and listen to our voices here. Uh, end of the year is coming, which means uh, bottom of the barrel shit is going to come out and the, Os the Oscar seasons. I was thinking uh, maybe we could make like a list of things that we missed during the year. Maybe see if we can pull something out of there. Uh, sure. Did you ever, did you finish, did you end up watching Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Uh, I'll be honest with you, no. I'm done to watch it. I just haven't I haven't carved out the time. They just put it on HBO Max, so uh it's great. Uh if you want to like take the time to see it. Uh done. Heads up, 
might be end up might end up uh, might end up on my top ten. Let's find out. Let's see. Let's see how that goes. Interesting. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's shoot for that because uh, I figured it'd be easier to go watch something at home, especially now that it's cold and shit. Uh, oh, yeah. I fucking love this weather. Yeah. Uh, me too, which is exactly why you see me covered and we see you in a tank top. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut that out and make that, make that a soundbite. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Uh, signing off with a reminder. Signing off with a reminder to watch your health. Oh, you could get sick. Watch your health. Uh, drink enough yeah. water. Um... Yeah. 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 Be good people. Bye, everyone. Yeah. Bye, everyone. (laughs)